Hi there, and welcome to Dr. Tammy Talks. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy Berry. I'm a stress resilience expert and life coach on a mission to help you transform stress, anxiety, and burnout into a powerful force for renewed energy, calm confidence, and joyful success in your life. Listen on to find out how. Hello there and welcome to another episode of Dr. Tammy Talks. I'm your host, Dr. Tammy, and I'm so happy we're all coming together today. And I'm realizing, do I say that every show? Well, I am, I am, I am. I am so happy to be here. I'm happy you are here. Happy day. Happy listening. Today, the topic is know your lane, know your lane, occupy your lane, stay in your lane and master your lane. And what does all of this mean? Dr. Tammy, what are you even talking about? (laughs) Yes, my friends, there's essentially three lanes in your life. There's your lane, there's somebody else's lane, and then there's God's lane. Or if you don't like the word God, you can think source, universal intelligence, cosmic life force, the energy that moves through all things, whatever language works for you. I want you to imagine that there are three lanes and that it's important for us to be in our own lane, right? And that when I start veering off into your lane or God's lane, I am taking on roles, responsibilities, judgments, criticisms, or concerns that are not my own. And whenever I do this, because I'm human, right? I have a tendency to do this. And I love catching myself when I do. Because it's like, oh, isn't that interesting? That's a stress-based habit pattern. It's a, it's a habit. It's not my business. I'm going to come back to my lane. So it's really important. I'm telling you, there's a good chance that with this practice alone, you could eliminate more than half of the stress that you're currently carrying. I'm not even bullshitting you. Literally more than half of the stress that you are currently carrying in your mind, your body, your psyche, your emotional body, your soul, right? All of that is being weighed down and burdened when you're carrying the stress that isn't even in your lane. There's enough stress in your own lane. You don't need to be going into anybody else's lane to pick up theirs. So it's really important that you know your own lane. And I was thinking about this a little bit because not only is it important for us to really know our own lane and to kind of know when we've veered off and to recognize when we veered off, like, oh my gosh, I'm playing head games. I'm wondering what they think of me. That is not my business. That is not in my lane. Trying to interpret what somebody else thinks of me is none of my business. That's their business. That's in their lane. Do you know how much mind drama and stress I free up in that simple act? It's not my business. My business is what I think of me. There is no part of my business in what you think of me. That has nothing to do with me and everything to do with the constructs and the frameworks 
by which that person is perceiving and processing this world, most of which were inherited and they haven't even done the work to clean it up and update it and modernize it to modern life. They're literally living on a lens or a perceptive field that like they're not even aware of. And I'm going to concern myself with what they think. That doesn't, it doesn't bode well for me if, if that's what I'm going to be doing. And the same goes for you. This is like across the board, a phenomenon that I see in every client that at some point we have very stressed interpersonal relationships, or we have limited our own ability to fully express ourselves, which limits our ability to be fully self-realized and fully evolved and fully grown. When we dampen ourselves because of what somebody else might think. We're socialized like this. This is something that is ingrained, inborn into every human being. It was a fundamental part of our ability to survive as a species to this point that we have this inherent interest and drive to be liked by the tribe. And so this knowing your own lane is going to help you clean up so much of that because all you have to do is stay in your lane, which means you've got to do the inner work to cultivate a great relationship and friendship with yourself so that you're thinking highly of yourself. So that no matter what anybody else would be thinking of you, you hold yourself in high regard. You have your own back. No matter who accidentally comes over into your lane, right? Like no matter what goes down, no matter if this car goes off a damn cliff, you're going to have your own back, right? Knowing your own lane is so helpful. Then I want to talk about occupying your own lane. I want you to fill that whole space. I want you to take up space. I want you to be so comfortable in your own skin, in your own body, that your lane feels vast and wide and strong and full right? I want you to take a deep breath in your lane. I want you to spread your arms wide and your legs wide. And I want you to take up that whole motherfucking space. Fill that whole damn lane with all of you. There's no shrinking here. There's no, well, maybe if I'm small enough, I won't be in your way. No, your lane is huge, my friend. Your lane is asking you to get bigger, not smaller. Okay. So know your lane occupy your lane. And then this, there's this trick of staying in your lane, right? Because there are all these habits. It's like, oh my gosh, if, I, if you can go through and you can list everything that's an active problem in your life right now, if you list that on a piece of paper and then you make columns, right? You have one column that's like, take one relationship at a time, one interpersonal conflict at a time, or one personal conflict at a time. And you list what's really going on here. What has you upset? What the stressor is, what the stresses that you're carrying. And then in the next column, I want you to look at whose business is this? Whose lane does this belong in? Is this really my lane? Is this your lane? So, meaning others? Does this belong to somebody else? Is this somebody else's lane? Or is this God's lane? And right there, you're going to shock yourself when you see that more than 50% of your active problems right now in this very moment aren't even in your lane. What a fucking relief. You're welcome. This episode right here just eliminated half of the stress in your life, just increased your longevity, 
promoted the health of your body, improved your cognitive performance, enhanced your emotional agility, fluency, and ability, and optimized your ability to live your best life yet. You are absolutely welcome. (laughs) And it was all free. This easily could have been a $500 seminar right? Just in this little bit of time together, we freed up half of the stress in your life. Now the trick is to stay in your lane. Okay. And I want to share with you something that I find very helpful. You know, the rumble strip on the highway where if you veer off too far, the car begins like totally vibrating and the kids are waking up in the back and you're like, oh shit, you know, better pay attention to where I'm going. Okay. Imagine that anytime you feel this stress, you go, oh, this is the rumble strip. It's time for me to go to work on knowing whether or not I'm in my lane, whose lane am I veering into? And if I am in my own lane, if you've determined like, okay, yes, no, this distress is actually self-created. This is self-perpetuated. This is my own stuff. Then I want you to go to work on mastering your lane. I want you to balance your nervous system, partner with it so that you can begin exploring what's beneath this distress. What are the thoughts that I'm entertaining right now that are leading to this distress that I'm feeling right now? And once you have your answer, once you know the thoughts that are leading to this distress, now you can go to work to examine if this distress is because you're in danger. Like this distress is signaling to you that you actually do need to take action. You do need to get yourself out of this situation. This relationship is actually not good for you. This work environment is actually toxic to you. You should probably consider getting the fuck out. Okay. The other option is this distress is is really here because I am having habitual thoughts or this is just a habitual pattern of a stress-based reaction that isn't signaling that I'm in danger, but is just signaling that I am playing out a habit pattern that I inherited in my childhood. Like if you can, if you can thread that back and you know that your distress is simply a habitual reactive pattern, then you can go to work on training your nervous system and training your thoughts and creating safety, partnering with yourself, your nervous system, your brain, the spirit of your life and create safety. The third reason that you might be feeling distress is because you're actually evolving beyond what your brain and nervous system have experienced before. Now, this is something I'm experiencing right now. This is something several of my clients are experiencing right now. And it's really a process of acclimation. We've been in this creative energy of achieving, and now we are in the creative energy of receiving. And this can feel very threatening to a brain and a nervous system that is unfamiliar with those things. And so we want to train ourselves. We want to, again, partner with ourselves, partner with our nervous systems, partner with our brain and create safety as we acclimate to a new level of sufficiency and abundance and joy and love and ease in this life. And 
Another interesting place where we can experience distress is when we are in the act of evolving beyond where we've been before. And we're creating a new blueprint and we're stepping into that blueprint. And the brain is registering this as dangerous because it's unfamiliar. And this is a really common phenomenon in entrepreneurs or in people who are breaking out of really codependent relationships or dynamics that are now like reasserting themselves. It's, it's as if they're creating a new identity. And when you're stepping into a new identity, which is a fabulous thing to be doing if we're on the journey of evolution and growth and becoming this continual becoming into the next highest, best version of ourselves. When we're on this trajectory, we are continually stepping in to what this next phase of life is asking us, who is, is asking us to become and be. That can feel like distress when that version of yourself is so much more expansive than your previous identity of self can be very unsettling, can feel like distress. So this is how your distress can become the rumble strip. And when you know how to work with your distress, when you know how to partner with yourself, with your nervous system, when you know how to work with your brain. When you know to come back to your heart, create this safety and we create safety through coherence, right? It's a nervous system state. From here, we can interpret the distress with so much clarity and so much wisdom. And we can begin to find the avenue for the medicine that is the salve for the wound that we currently have. This is such powerful stuff. And then you can go to work on training your brain, training yourself for the intentional thoughts and the intentional emotions that will lead you to being the one who takes the actions that you want in this life. You will do that from staying in your own lane and fully occupying that lane, staying in it and mastering it. Oh, this is my great wish for you. This is my great wish for me, for you, for us. I am so grateful that we're at this point in time where we can understand stress and that we can transform stress into fuel for living our best. I have spent so many years lamenting stress, shaming myself for experiencing it and blaming this entire world and everything in it for the stress that it loaded upon me. And I'm telling you with this podcast episode alone, this is how you clean up all of it. You get clear on what's yours to carry, what stress is really even yours. You'd be shocked my friend, please do this exercise. Please go through and make a column, two columns on your page, one column, all of the active problems of your life right now, the column next to it, whose lane is it? Is it mine? Is it theirs? Or is it God's? And I want you to get serious about putting what's in your lane in your lane and be ruthless in putting everything that isn't yours in their respective lanes, because that is a burden you do not have to carry. You were never meant to carry that. You can't carry all of it. It wasn't meant for you. 
And that slows you down. If you're going to live in perpetual stress, you will never have the energy to live your legacy. You will never have the energy your body needs to stay truly healthy, vibrant, and vital. You are going to age faster than a grape in the sun, baby. You will never have the full cognitive and creative capacity of your brain. And you will always struggle to step into the full power that you rightfully have and that you've been designed with to be the powerful creator of your own life experience. Stop wasting your precious fuel, your precious energy on stress that is not yours to carry. It's immediate. It's it's so important. Like, please do this now for your sake, for the sake of your life, for the sake of your future, for the sake of everybody that loves you and wants you to live a long, healthy, happy life, me included. So do that work, know your lane, and then do your work to occupy it. Fill that lane. That lane needs all of you. That lane wants all of you. Fill your space. Take up space boldly, confidently, courageously. And then it's not just enough to know your lane and occupy it. It's staying in it. And that's where the rumble strip becomes very helpful. Let your distressed reactions or your distressed emotions, feelings become the indicator that either there's trouble in your own lane or you veered off into someone else's. And just course correct. Just Oh, isn't that interesting? Here I am, la-di-da, traveled into somebody else's shit. Oh, not mine. Wheel it on back, baby. Come on back to your lane. Easy peasy. And then master your own lane, which means you actually become so deeply partnered with yourself, with your nervous system, with your brain, with your heart, with the spirit of your life. And you get to work. I'm building the framework for the future you want to be heading towards. And if you've heard me in previous episodes, you know the framework. I use the acronym T-T-E-A. I drink tons of it. It's an awesome reminder for me to align my thoughts, my emotions, because those two things together fuel my actions. When you master the art of intentional thought creation and intentional emotional management, you actually become the master of your being. Together, your thoughts and your emotions dictate all of your actions, all of your behaviors, actions, inactions, reactions, and those collectively determine the results of your life. I just think this is the most exciting work you could possibly do with your life, to know yourself, partner with yourself, to step into your full role of of powerful creator of your life. This is the fucking best. I'm so happy you're here. You're here because you want to step into this role. You want to be this person in your life. You want to be done carrying the stress that isn't yours to carry that you just habitually keep picking up. My friend, it was me for decades. You're in good company. And now we have a process that allows us to actually turn that stress into fuel, to liberate that energy into creating the future, the legacy that you want to live right now. Let's go. If you're serious about this work, I invite you reach out. I've got a little bit of space. I'll make more space for you, my sweet friend in my one-on-one practice. And this fall, the smart program, it's coming out, coming out hot, 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 hot. Get on the wait list so we can let you know when those details are public knowledge. I am wishing you an absolutely healthy, happy 
joyful and successful week ahead. Catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. If what you heard here was helpful, do me a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts and give it a glowing five-star review. This allows more people to find the show and that truly helps create a better world for us all. Thanks again for being here and for being part of my community. I so appreciate you. I'm sending you all the love and all the power so you can live your best life yet. I'll connect with you again soon.